welcome to the Lighten Up Podcast with Lauren Polly, your invitation for living on the lighter side of life. I'm Lauren Polly, and I am delighted you have chosen to join me today for episode 169, Creating Social and Networking Ease. Uh, networking and being social are a huge life skill that really come into play in a variety of scenarios. Uh, the thing is, most of us aren't really good at it. Most of us don't really enjoy it. And even if we do enjoy it and are somewhat skilled at it, there are a lot of interactions we go into where we start to feel inept after a while. Uh, This episode is going to focus on kind of my communication background. As most of you know, I am a medical speech language pathologist. I've been working with communication disorders and breakdowns for like 15 years by now in the hospital system. So this is a kind of a sweet spot for me. I deal more with disordered communication on one individual side, like someone after a stroke or a brain injury. But what's really fascinating after working with them is to notice where communication breakdowns that are a breakdown because of the two-way street of communication are taken from the patient's perspective as something wrong with them. And I love this because it illustrates kind of a bigger example of where the majority of us just go into judgment of ourselves and the wrongness of our own communication and interaction style based on that. You know, I always say communication is a two-way street. It's not just you speaking into a void. There's somebody receiving it on the other end. And true communication, in my viewpoint, is really that sharing, that connection, feeling seen, feeling heard on both sides, both sides, not just you, but the person you're talking with as well. And when there is this breakdown, it's very easy to go into a judgment of what's wrong with you. Now, of course, my patients at the hospital, they kind of have a bigger reason, quote unquote, why there must be a problem with them after having something wrong with their brain. But it's fascinating to have these conversations with them of, no, you're actually doing really good. What you're not taking into an account is you're partnering with someone during this exchange and how good that exchange goes isn't just dependent on you and your skill set. It's actually dependent on the other person playing with you as well. So I wanted to preface this conversation. We're going to get into socialization and also kind of bid Uh, business networking because I know a lot of you listening are entrepreneurs and that's a huge, huge skill to have to grow your business. But I wanted to start here because for me, it's been such an aha working with the disordered set and the really, really severely impaired people with this topic and to see how even in their communication, it's not always them and how often they want to make it all about them. But that's a very one-sided approach to this. So keep that in mind as we move forward where you've been judging yourself perhaps as someone who can't get their words together really well, someone who doesn't seem to light up the room in a social way, uh, someone who just feels super awkward connecting with people like it's really hard to think of topics or to find some sort of commonality just to keep the conversation flowing. What if it's not an issue that you have, what if it's just the people you've been partnering with? And really having that awareness on, oh, okay, it's not just up to me to carry the conversation. There is this co-creation that's going on right now. Or at least there's the possibility of a co-creation. And if the other person's not playing with you well, then that's just a, <laughs> it's just a bummer, but it is what it is. 
So keep an eye out for that self-judgment as it comes in. And this socialization aspect, this networking, this ability to really connect with people is such a huge life skill. And it's so funny because it's not one that we're really taught about a lot. Um, I wrote an article all about this. I'll put the link in the show write-up so you can read it a couple years ago in this kind of women's magazine. They deal a little bit more with life creation um, and self-care. And they had made the comment, they said, you know, we've never had an article about this before. We don't usually really deal with socialization or communication, but we think it's important for our readers. And it just kind of sparked again this beautiful awareness that people really aren't given the education on, number one, why this is an important life skill and what it could create for them, but also that we're not really given the the behind-the-seeds information to make it easeful and fun and creative and generative. So that's what we want to dig in today. Uh, I want you just to kind of look for yourself where you may have felt a little inept with socialization, where you feel that you kind of fall short a bit, where you're not able to connect maybe the way you desire to, or perhaps where you've communicated before and went to socialize or engage, connect for your business, try to create, uh, connect for a relationship, where things just didn't go as planned. So it's kind of fascinating to look at. It brings us to tip number one for easing you into more ease with socialization and networking of actually being present in the moment. Most people, when they go in to interact, especially if they have some sort of agenda or some sort of goal they're trying to reach, something they want from you, which let's be honest, most people, <laughs> if they're engaging with you, have a little bit of that going on. There may be a push or a pull to some specific destination. And those of us who are a little bit more present and really looking at following the energy of the conversation, actually showing up for what is in the moment and really authentically wanting to connect with somebody and create with them, it throws us a bit. Because inevitably, there's this energetic pull. There's this kind of word pull sometimes where they keep pulling you off the subject to whatever it is that they want to talk about. Because in their mind, they actually have some place that they're leading you. It's important to kind of realize where you're doing that yourself. Are you actually showing up and being present with what is in the moment? Or have you been doing the interesting thing that most of us do where we work our conversations through ahead of time in our own headspace? You know, better to be prepared and not taken off guard. Um, or are you someone where you yourself have an agenda and are trying to lead them in a specific direction? I went to a network marketing event this last week at a new healing center. I am having office space there for my bodywork clients here in LA. And it was a fascinating experience because everyone in the in the vicinity of the happy hour, they were new practitioners. They were people who were coming into the new space. Some of them have been practicing for 10 years at other locations. Other people were brand spanking new. And it was interesting to engage and interact with these 20 odd different people how many of them actually were there because they desired to connect. They desired to just kind of show up and see what was possible, maybe collaborate or just learn what other people were doing. Um, Some people who were super open to just having fun conversation and really just seeing, hey, who are you and who am I? And then you had the handset of people where they weren't present at all with the people they were talking to. They were definitely trying to lead the conversation in a certain direction. 
for me, that spoke to nothing other than really not being present and not being authentic in the exchange. And it's kind of fascinating to see who was fun to talk to. Well, guess what? The people who weren't trying to lead me in a certain direction or work me over, they were way more expansive and way more relaxing to be engaging with. And of course, my interaction and my communication was a lot easier with them because I wasn't trying to jostle my way out of a person who wasn't really present with who I was in that moment or what we were creating together. So that's kind of tip number one is to really show up and be present with the energy at hand and be present with the person you're talking to. Uh, Tip number two would be to actually open up your awareness into that person. Start to see what are their agendas? Where are they leading you? Are they present in the moment? Are they truly desiring to connect? Uh, You may have a lot more ease with that self-judgment thing we were talking about earlier if you're actually tuned into that. Again, it's quite fascinating to start look at who actually in communication and socialization is listening to you and who isn't. A lot of people actually don't listen at all and they don't listen in a true way of listening where they're just receiving you. Being present, allowing you to express yourself and then kind of just volleying back and forth off of what was created. There are people who are in their own head trying to plan out what they're going to say in response to you. Uh, those are usually the people who cut into your conversation and overspeak. <laughs> even before you finish your sentence. There are a lot of people who aren't really paying attention at all and you can see their eyes flitting around the space. You can see they're trying to wiggle away from you. It's just kind of fascinating to be aware of who you're talking to and bringing that together with the first thing we talked about where communication is a co-creation. It is a two-way street. It is not you again speaking into a void. You're dependent on the other person or the other people playing with you. So don't go into judgment of yourself, maybe just be aware of them, where they're coming from, and ask yourself the question, how can I have more ease and fun with this? And that may be continuing the conversation or introducing a new topic. Uh, It may also be walking away. (laughs) I was speaking to one gentleman at this event, and oh my goodness, was he judgmental. Judgmental about anything and everything. Uh, Not super expansive to sit there and chit-chat with him. So I found myself an easy exit. I was able just to kind of come up with, oh, have you met this person? And kind of shifted his his focus over to someone else that was standing nearby. And that gave me the ability to go on to more generative communication partners. So something as easeful as that, I think sometimes we think even when we're aware of the other person and not enjoying them, that we have to stick it out? Not so at all. You are able absolutely to change the conversation or to walk away. Uh, You know, again, looking at the networking aspect of this, if you're looking at building a business or building relationships, how often do you spend communication time with people who don't actually generate anything for you. Uh, Stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your energy and stop wasting your breath. Be able to go, oh, this really isn't a generative conversation anymore. We've had our couple minutes. It was lovely to meet you and move on. The graceful exits I get are kind of the harder part for most of us. It's something that I've always struggled with of knowing when the conversation ends and when to be able to cut it off in a graceful way. But you can't back down waiting for that opportunity. Sometimes you have to create it for yourself. 
you know, I say tip number three with this, besides being present with yourself and the exchange and your partner and allowing yourself to be aware of your partner and where they're functioning from, is to really allow yourself to be you and be yourself in communication. There's nothing more off-putting than talking to somebody where you can tell they're in some sort of rote script and they're not actually being themselves. There is a joy and an ease with somebody who's just relaxed and is open and able to really just express themselves express their point of view, and even if that isn't a verbal thing, just being quiet and being still without that stressful push of trying to drive the conversation or to try to be seen in a certain light or to try to work the conversation a certain direction so you can get what you want. Just being you and actually showing up authentically is really and truly the greatest invitation. If you're looking at building relationships and just getting out there to socialize and create a bigger circle, that is paramount because who wants to hang around with somebody who's not actually comfortable being themselves? And why would you desire to be in a social group that doesn't allow you the ease and the relaxation to relax into yourself and enjoy yourself from there? That's a different energy that a lot of us aren't aren't asking for and aren't seeking out in our communication partners, um, especially in terms of dating and social relationships. But I think it's kind of funny because why would you want to spend your time with people who make you uncomfortable? You know, again, a lot of that uncomfortableness is your awareness of them. Relax a little bit and actually look for the people who, ah, you have a little bit of breathing room. You have some space around. You can relax into it. Those are the folks that you really want to spend your time with. And then in terms of business, start looking at where you can be yourself because that, again, shines your light and will draw people into your business based on what you offer. The authenticity of your brand and networking in a healing modality and a teaching modality, lifestyle business, um, whatever it is you're selling, basically, if people can get a sense of you and you can create that relaxed space for them, oh my goodness, are people going to be raising their hands to come and work with you? This skill set of socializing and networking and communicating in a way that actually is present, is authentic, it brings in all of your awareness and allows you to use it in the moment to make conscious choices uh, and actually create is huge. It's something that will not only take your personal life in a whole new direction, but build your professional life as well. This is a big episode. I know we covered a lot in this 14 minutes. Go back and listen again. I've got a lot of content on communication, again, from my medical background and also the way I've been playing with it in my life coaching business. Um, It's kind of a fascinating thing to look at and there's so many different layers. If you're curious for more, you can always find my website at laurenpolly.com. There's a lot of free resources up there that continue to change, so make sure to check it out if you haven't thus far. I'm also going to give you the gift of a free guest chapter that I wrote in someone's book called uh, Breaking the Rules of Engagement. It was a really fun chapter about looking at interaction and communication and really playing outside the box to have yourself no matter what. The link to download that is in the show right up down below. Have an amazing week and as always, I will chat with you next Tuesday.